I just don't get it. It's unrelenting. Oh, yeah, it is. Unrelenting. Episode 83. Unrelenting. I'm Darren O'Neill. He's Gene Nivdo. That's correct. <laughs> Can you spell that? No. No, sir, I cannot. That's why I would, close enough. would not be really good at stealing your identity, because if I walked into a place and tried to like get a <laughs> mortgage or something, like, can you spell your last name, sir? No. Yes. No, I yes. cannot. <laughs> Is that bad? Is that a requirement? I'm not sure you're bald enough to be able to steal my identity. I need to shave the head and put on a fake beard. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the worst fake beard ever. And they're like, we'll just pull up a picture of this guy in the internet. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's okay. you. Same guy. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, you. How you exactly. doing? So what's Good. going on Good. with the, what's going on with the uh, new, new machine, old machine? Uh, nothing. New uh, machine, literally. new mic? I mean, I was, I, I had all these plans of doing shit and then uh, a new game came out. So there we go. <laughs> a nude game? That, do you have to play nude? Uh, Hello. <laughs> it's a nude game. A, hey, a nude I game came out. New N E W, but gotcha. you know. It's called Starfield. Now so another space game. What makes Starfield different than uh Star Citizen? It's the most hotly anticipated game of twenty twenty three. Hey, did Chat GPT write that? Uh no. But it actually is a um it's from a big studio, so it actually has big marketing behind it. It's from the same studio that made uh a bunch of other games <laughs> see now i don't that even, big I studio. Like, I don't yeah, even that know one. what the hell i'm talking about they made all those other big games you know all the them ones. big games that that come out from them their studios they made a lot of money they did make a lot of money uh but they're uh bethesda that's right ah, they've been yes. around forever even you i've heard, heard of them, them and yeah. i know nothing about games <laughs> exactly they're they're one of the major studios so this game's been, I guess, about six years in the works. Damn. And unlike uh, Star Citizen, which has been in the works for 11 years and still not released. This still in thing beta. I mean, it's, it's released, released in beta anyway. Alpha. Alpha. Oh, it's released. Okay. It's still yeah, in Alpha. Star Citizen is still in Alpha. That means if they run with all of your money, they're like, yeah, not our That's fault. exactly why it's still in Alpha. Not our Literally fault Literally the exact reason. <laughs> Is that what we're, we're not promising? No, no, no. Hell, the game will come out. The game you paid for, that'll come out, you know, eventually. Yeah, we're still in alpha here on Unrelenting as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we, I don't think we've ever gotten even close to out of alpha. No. The Baron of Rotterdam is sending us boost. That's nice. 33 33. Yeah, thank you. We try to get Three. more boost than anybody else. That's right. And, and given that Bitcoin's down, guys, you have to up the amount of your boosts by at least 1.25. I know, and I should have gotten rid of all my sats a few days ago when it was up mm-hmm. it was up again i'm like oh should we yeah, ride I think this wave get back down 17 damn yeah not, not good no that's all right when do we get another I, little boost up i just I, I have a hold strategy and you hold until you die it's hold and hold yeah and then nobody's much. gonna know this exists this is why a lot of these wallets just sit because nobody that's knows right. yes that's why the, the the volatility is so high is because the volume is so low. Uh-huh. I mean, I can tell you, if I like croaked right now, the wife knows that I've got crypto, uh-huh. would have no idea how to get it. 
Well, good. Good. That's how we want to keep it. That's right. Right. Because otherwise she might kill me. That's right. Because that might just be worth it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because it's already pretty close anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're teetering. Uh-huh. We are uh-huh. teetering right there on the edge. Do not right. need any extra. No. No. Well, that's plenty. So is the uh, game enjoyable? So, is that good? We, well, you know, I got so far as to creating my character. Well, how long did this take to create the character? Two hours. Two hours just to create a character. I can't remember mm-hmm. the last game I played for two hours. And you wait. And when you create your character, are you creating like super gene, like um, buff, full head of hair kind of gene? Or are you trying to get so realistic that if somebody sees your avatar in the game, they're like, oh, it's gene. Well, the general thought behind character creation is you want to create something that you're going to be enjoying looking at for the next, uh, you know, few hundred hours. Okay, so you made a woman. Well, everybody makes a woman. <laughs> wow, how quick for a gold opener that is going to have to be. Uh, it's very early in the show, but everybody, I don't know if everybody mm-hmm. does that. Although Dude, that I is- didn't send you a, I'm pretty sure I sent you a picture of my character in uh, Cyberpunk maybe Mm -hmm. i don't see anything recently no no this would have been months ago when that game came out or not not when it came out when i started playing it because i waited two years to play that one well yeah you have to so all the bugs get worked out yeah yeah. so at least at the point i'm at i haven't had any bugs in this game but uh, apparently some people are having some bugs which is to be expected because no matter how much testing a game company does internally there will be bugs that are discovered after it's launched that makes sense because you're really as the people that buy the game you're the beta testers let's be honest well i wouldn't say necessarily to buy the game but certainly the people that play the game immediately after it's released are still going to end up doing some testing whether they want to or not but you're having the most fun because you're the first ones in right allegedly or at least you're not uh well, I don't know. I still, I don't know if there's any merit to that. Honestly, it kind of makes you think that because I did pay extra to be early. See, this is always the way to. You want to be the first one in. You want to get the yeah. best tickets. I know, I know. Well, it was it was a hundred bucks. So what the hell? Which isn't horrible for a game now, I guess. No. Back no. in the day, that was nuts. Anything over that like thirty bucks, and yeah, you know, I was like, "Whoa, this is so." Big. I remember in the mid '80s buying ColecoVision games for thirty dollars, and that was about as expensive as you had, would ever pay for a game. So, I'd say they they really aren't really ahead of inflation. They're pretty much rated with inflation. Yeah, that's about. If you do the yeah. math, that's about right. Like a, a decent title should cost you about a hundred bucks, which means if a decent steak cost you thirty bucks in the eighties, which it was probably about right, now it's a hundred. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't remember if I had a decent steak in the eighties for over thirty. I think they were right around twenty six, twenty eight. Because anything mm. else would have been insane, but now no, with like no, yeah, because the thirty dollars like that was a nice meal in the 80s yeah now 30 dollars buys me uh some french fries with chicken on top yes barely yeah. and then they want you to tip 45 percent. well that's of course you wouldn't be a you know complete asshole if you didn't do that yes was everything to your liking mr nifterliff and you does like, that matter <laughs> you're not tipping because you liked it you're tipping because the person needs didn't deserves to get paid a yeah. living wage the equity right 
Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny. And I'm blanking on where the restaurant was. It was in one of the major cities in the U.S. Mm-hmm. That they made the change to, well, we're not going to do tipping anymore. We're going to pay mm-hmm. fairly. And the prices yeah. they were paying the wait staff, I'm like, wait, in an expensive higher end restaurant. Yeah. If these people were good at their jobs, would be making way more than this. Uh-huh. But, you know, I guess maybe it's just, it's the guarantee. Well, I know we talked about the South Park restaurant. Shitty Walk? Uh, no, not that one. <laughs> Although they may own Shitty Walk, too. But uh, Trey and uh, the other guy uh, bought uh, that Mexican place. What was it called? Uh, somebody will know. That, that good old me- Mexican place. Yeah, it's the Mexican restaurant from the cartoon. It's actually it's an actual restaurant in Colorado. So they they bought it right before COVID. You know, basically shut it down during COVID. And now they're reopening it and their thing when they were hiring people was it's <clears throat> there's no tips, right? It's just a um you get paid a salary. And it is and Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita, that's right. Thank you to the Reverend Dr. Pfeiffer who knows everything that Gene does. Well, I, I figured somebody would know. Uh, it's been in the news. But they um, they are not doing tips. And the staff, apparently now, who took the jobs, it's not like they changed this, who took the jobs that said they weren't paying tips. Right. They came in knowing the situation. Right. Now they're all up in arms and threatening to walk out and uh, boycott and protest and whatnot. Because uh, they want tips. Well, okay, you think, well, well, how badly are, are they paying these people, right? Let me uh, guess, 30 bucks an hour? Yeah, 30 bucks an hour. That's correct. And they think that's the... And they want tips. <laughs> On top of the 30 bucks an hour now. Well, naturally, they don't want to lose their salary, but they, they see that as an inhumane wage for working in a restaurant. Because now it's not fair that they're not making more. That's, that's yeah, a never-ending well, story. That's exactly right. This is the reason that you never give anybody the raise they ask for. You always give them less. Yeah, you have to, because otherwise, if you give them the the amount they ask for, they're going to very quickly, probably within a month, decide that it's not enough. Well, it's the oldest negotiation tactic in the world. Mm -hmm. Always ask for more. You'll meet in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. that's why i like these shows from pawn stars on down or to the kevin smith one when they had his comic book stores one where people come in and it's like hey how much do you want for this super duper thing that you're trying well, to sell I'd like us to get two thousand uh-huh and they're 2, like thousand oh right. man i can't do that I let me do, let me punch it up here let me, uh, right yeah it looks like 500 going for five dollars uh-huh it's going for five dollars on this other side look uh i want to take care of you but i you know it's it's worth five dollars I'll give you a thousand. Right. <laughs> They're like, okay, that sounds fair. It's like, wait, I didn't you know this is. It's, it is so contrived on those shows. It is so ridiculous. Well, they came out fairly early or maybe it was a couple of years in, but that's still fairly early now with how long Pawn mm-hmm. Stars has been on the air. Yeah. They admitted that you're not seeing the actual negotiations. You're seeing a reenactment, which just killed <laughs> so much of that show for me i still enjoy it to see what people are bringing in and what the pricing ends up being but knowing that whole part is contrived Mm -hmm. or that it's already happened it's like okay they had the negotiation 
but mm-hmm. there's that you you not you never see anybody really sweat because they know what the end result is going to be going in. Yeah. So it's not like wow, I really need to get that extra five hundred dollars so I can go buy crack for my wife. No, mm-hmm. no, they know what it's going to be, and everybody asks for more. And that's why I think it's funny. There's a couple of these Facebook groups, and it doesn't matter if it's for the rare Taylor Swift merchandise or autographed baseballs or for Michael Jordan rookie cards, which is another group I just got into. Oh, Jesus. But all of them in these Facebook groups have the same thing, which is, well, if you're going to list something for sale, you have to put a price on it. You cannot Mm -hmm. do an auction. You cannot list your item and say, I'll take bids for the next day or whatever. I don't know. I don't understand it because what they do allow you to do is put whatever you want as a price mm-hmm. or best offer. Well, that, yeah, that's right. Seems kind of, yeah. <laughs> Which is basically doing an auction. Right. Cause that's what most auctions are. So here's the buy it price, which is ridiculously high that no one's expecting you to actually pay. And uh-huh. then, uh, you can also, we'll take offers. And I was thinking about that because originally eBay yeah. didn't have, the buy it now or mm-hmm. best offer you could do a buy it now i think but there yeah. was no offer and then yeah. they finally went to that because for when you don't know what an item is worth yeah of course you're going to put it up for something stupid like a, i want a million dollars and then after a month when the best bid that came in was for 17 dollars, you're like okay i'll mm-hmm. take that yeah you know? so i don't know if you remember there used to be another auction site that was called Oh, uh, boy, was it buy.com, maybe? Buy um, what? I don't know if it was buy auctions, or I thought that may have just been, like, another retailer. Yeah, I remember Yahoo Auctions was the biggest yeah, this, competitor. This was a, a site that I remember using in the 90s quite a bit, late 90s. And it was, I bought a lot of shit there. What I liked is the format of the auction. It's called, I think it was called the Dutch auction. Oh, right. Was this, they're still around, these things where you, like, you bid. And yeah. every time you bid, you have to pay like a quarter, but it, you'll win like a thousand dollar item for like a hundred bucks because eh, that's definitely not it. They're making no, their money on the, the, on the, the format bids. of the Dutch auction was very interesting. It was, it was for multiple items uh, only, right? So it's not like there's only one of these that's, you would just do a normal auction for that. But somebody has like a lot or a pallet of something. So let's say there's uh like ponchos, perhaps. Plate, 10, let's say there's 10 ponchos available, right? And then you put them up for auction and, and using this Dutch auction, which I hope I'm getting right, but the, the way it worked is the top 10 bidders for those 10 items oh, right. would get the items for the lowest of the 10 bid. Right. So the idea was you want it to be in the top 10, but you didn't want to be the guy pushing the price up. Right. So it made for a lot of a lot of action right below the top price. And I think eBay may have done this for a while too cuz I remember this. It was it was a little closer to gambling. Um, uh, let's, right. be, let's be honest. Right. Because it's like well you want to be in the the range that's going to win but you don't right. you want that lowest you want to mm-hmm. that guy that's coming in at 10, you want yeah. him to be at $5 where the next top 9 are at a million cuz Exactly. Exactly. People are like, well, I'm not going to bid on that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why people ever 
sold a half the way they did but it was exciting it was the internet it was new i think that was the whole shtick is that they they determined that they would get more action more people bidding if they did dutch auctions than if they just do a regular style auctions where you know whatever you bid is the price you pay because this way it always kind of seemed like well even if i raise my bid i may not pay that much right until next thing you know you're the bottom guy and then you're like damn i'm paying that much yeah and everybody else is paying paying the same thing as you are so it's not like anybody's getting penalized so it was an interesting thing i for a while there when i say like probably in the first half of 1999 i think i got about a delivery a day coming from that auction <laughs> you I'm were addicted to this stuff it was literally i was literally on there every it Every day at lunch at work, I would sit in my office, smoke a cigar, and then buy something. This was your gig. This is what you were doing for fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a, I, I was a, uh, uh, yeah, it was during the dot com boom, and money was pouring like it was growing on trees. Woo! You were like buying a new Apple MacBook every day. Dude, my office furniture was sixteen thousand dollars. <laughs> Oh, you were one of those guys. Uh-huh. And when the company went under, what'd you sell that stuff for? The company did go under, absolutely, as predicted. I jumped out of the company six months before it went under. Oh, you knew. Lost all my stock, of course, but oh well. You knew what was coming. It was so obvious, dude. <laughs> we were sitting there mostly working for startups who were all going to go under. That's <laughs> pretty evident. You were hoping and, that you would be the last one to go under. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, that was the fun. I mean, I, I can't, I am horrible telling you like what year anything happened, but when I finally oh. went to being fully self-employed, a and lot by of self-employed, you mean like talking to hot chicks about making their websites? Well, that was, that was slightly after, Oh, okay. but that was part of that that came in, but it was the, uh, in the early days of eBay, mm-hmm. the ability to do the automated sniping thing oh yeah i remember that was not a thing i mean it was early on you didn't have a way to do it so i came up with a little script that would do it but ebay would not allow you to sell the stuff unless you had a physical product so that's how far Mm -hmm. back this was going Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i remember buying the three and a half inch discs in bulk and the script was so small i mean it literally probably took five seconds to write it to the floppy Mm -hmm. people are like what's a floppy dude Mm-hmm. and uh sold thousands of them for like you sold a script on ebay to snipe on ebay yeah for like 12.99 a piece That's or something so like that up. yeah and it was just because out the only real programming knowledge i knew yeah was html so what this would do would open up the ebay page that you wanted uh-huh inside of a frame and it sat there with a little JavaScript uh-huh. that would press the now button. So you had to leave your computer on. I mean, this wasn't magical. Right. You had to leave your computer on and running with the little you know countdown going down. You had to be connected to the Internet. But when the time came that you said it yeah. to, it placed that bid for you. So it was counting down <clears throat> based on what it was reading from the from the page or just based on a clock you set? they had to yeah you had to cut and paste the ending time and then decide how long 
before. So, I mean, it was fairly easy, okay. although it was not a uh, completely. So it wasn't like refreshing the page and then reading how long is left right off the page. Correct. No. It wasn't that complicated. No. Oh, my God. I can't believe idiots paid 12 bucks for that. I know. Thousands of them. Jesus. I wish I had that ability to sell something like that now. <laughs> well, you do. You just need to slap AI in the name. True. AI yeah. eBay sniper. Yeah, it will Get decide. Right. It'll decide whether it's a good bid or not for <laughs> yeah, you. Exactly. It will prevent you from making bad bids. Or will it Shit, do I, the opposite? I totally should sell it. Uh-huh. Or maybe it would be the opposite. Uh-huh. Like, it, you know, you uh-huh. tell it what you, that's an interesting thing. Like, you just tell it what you want, and the AI will then scour eBay. And when yeah. the item you want comes up for the right price, you don't even have to see it. It'll find it and bid on it for you. Now, that's a deal. Yeah. That's a, that's a good deal. Yeah, the old uh, Blitz that he used to snipe at seven seconds, maybe still do, and doing it manually. That Back in the day, that was always the yeah. the intriguing part, and I never understood why. I mean, I kind of got it, but I never understood why eBay to this day doesn't extend auctions by even five minutes. Don't they? I thought they had that rule that any no. bid re- re- increases by two minutes. eBay doesn't. Hmm. So the ending time is the ending time. It's almost like they're they're in cahoots with all the snipists. Maybe. Because then every, all the bids come in, because that's the one thing when you sell on eBay, not as a buy it now or best offer. Yeah. Usually, you're going to see your auction. If it's something people want, you're going to yeah. see it go way up in the last minute. Mm-hmm. Because people can wait like, I'm not going to be dumb. I'm not going to bid early. They don't have the beautiful sniping tool anymore. They made it a lot harder to do that kind of stuff. And I was just always so pissed because I had to invest out of that $12.99. There was a decent amount of money invested in stamps and bubble envelopes and floppy disks. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. We were keeping the post office in business. Well, yeah. Now Amazon's not even doing that. Nope. And the post office is going to go out of business, although you know, there's, there's a bunch of sniping tools online, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, there are now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so it's, you're not, you don't have to buy Bit it from Napper, eBay. Easy Sniper. Ooh. Uh-huh. Now it's all automated, but you have to probably give them your eBay login, which is, uh, yeah, which is problematic for some. Dixon. It's free. It's a free eBay sniper. Just log into eBay here. Yes, we're not going to do anything uh, nefarious, gnarly, except yeah. for on your behalf. And that's why I'm worried. Like, my dad's got a couple of Jordan cards that we're looking to sell. And I'm worried about selling anything on eBay now because of the mm-hmm. fact that even though these things are graded and encapsulated by the grading companies, we've talked about that scam in the past. What's to stop somebody from saying, nope, I got the package, but it didn't contain that card? There's a a lot of issues with eBay Mm -hmm. and with PayPal. I mean, I had that issue with the girl who just wouldn't even answer me when I'm like, look, the tracking number shows it never got got here. Yeah. And then then we did get the money back from PayPal. So it's like, yeah, sorry, honey, you should have responded. But that's why I'm worried about anything that's like over a few hundred bucks. I don't know if I would sell it on eBay just due to the fact that you have zero control over what yeah. happens when it leaves your hands, even if you package it great, you send it UPS, you send it signature confirmation, you send it insured, the package gets there, they open it up, they take a picture, and they're like, this guy sent me a brick. Yeah. 
which happens all the time. Uh-huh. So we went to an auction site now. So uh, Heritage uh-huh. Auctions, which does a lot, which this is something I did not realize because mm-hmm. I'm figuring eBay, you know, they're going to take their fees and eBay takes a lot of fees. They're a like, lot these days. Yeah. Uh-huh, like 12%, I think is kind of. It feels like it's a lot more than that. Well, it is because I think there's an extra bump on like the payment and then you get their charge and it's it is at least 12 percent what i didn't realize yeah on the and there's it's varying depending on what you're selling too which is kind of bullshit to me Mm -hmm. like well if you're selling art well that is less than if you're selling books that's more than if you're selling you know sports cards and whatever Mm -hmm. because they know where i guess they know where the money is yeah but I didn't realize these sports auctions, and they're not just sports, but that's a majority of what like Heritage and Golden, and there's a few of these other big auction companies out there that I'm like, well, they're going to be charging me at least what eBay's going to charge. Yeah. And it's really not true because I'm like, hey, I got these cards, and Heritage Auctions said, well, yeah, we'll, we'll sell one in our. Uh, uh, I think it's the September auction and one in the October auction because mm. these cards are worth about four to five thousand a piece. Mm. And they're like, we won't charge you a seller's fee. Mm-hmm. So they charge, I think it's a 15% buyer's fee. But if the auction sells for $5,000, the person selling it gets 5,000. The auction place gets the 15% bump on that. And and the bidder gets it, and then they're responsible for shipping it and all of that, so you never have to worry about the, oh, no, I didn't get what was shipped. Yeah, so basically, they're just saying, how much do you want for it? And then we'll figure out the price ourselves. Right. Yeah. You know, and they're like, well, you'll see what it sells for, and, yeah. and you'll get that, but then no. you don't, it's not like on eBay, if you sell it for 5000 on eBay. Yeah, you get like 4000 Right. If it sells for 5000 on this site, you actually get 5 I understand the bidder realizes they're paying whatever 15% added over to 5000 is. Yeah. The repeat bidders, bidders do, but I'm sure there's plenty of people that go on for the first time and are like, oh, that's cool. Oh, wait, there's a I'll, bump? What is this bullshit <laughs> fee? Yeah, what that's is not this what I agree to. Uh-huh. Yeah, shipping that's is bullshit. hella expensive, Blitz. Especially if you want to <clears> ship <throat> the stuff. When we shipped the Jordan cards for my dad to get graded the paying for the the shipment was nice and easy paying for what you wanted to insure it for on fedex was hundreds of dollars but why would you insure it because the cards are worth about five thousand a piece oh my god dude yeah that's yeah i've shipped guns that are worth more than that without insurance Well, that's you, man. You, you're one of these guys who had that dot com money flowing in, <laughs> and then you banked it all, and then let the company go bankrupt after you were already back in Costa Rica. How do you know about Costa Rica? I heard, I've heard, mm. I've heard stories about Costa know, Rica. Man. Are we not supposed to know these things? I keep forgetting. I'm yeah, pretty you sure seem to know the timeline a little too too well there, my friend. Uh, <laughs> Knowledge guy is power. Can't remember jack shit about his own life, <laughs> right? Well, let me. T- if you ever have any questions about what you did, <laughs> just let me know. Uh-huh. We, we've got a dossier here that I mean, I wow. see. Yeah, you're looking shit up, aren't you? I'm like, let's see. This thing is. This is a thick. This is mm-hmm. the, this dossier is probably at least a 150 pages. No, oh, at least, yeah. Oh wait, this is just the 90s. 
<laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. Thank you. Thank you very much. People mm-hmm. listening to this show are like, what are we listening to? <laughs> what is reality? What is not? You don't know. That's the fun. We would do so much better on terrestrial radio because people will tune through channels looking for something. They don't do that with podcasts, but with, with radio, they would actually be randomly hitting upon our show and going, what the hell? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because they were listening to some Led Zeppelin song uh-huh. and then and an ad came on and they're like, let's see what else we can find. Yeah. Yeah. Let's scan the dial for a little bit. Very. I wonder, I, you know, I should check into that. How much would it cost to put our show on the radio? You mean to buy a radio station or to put our show on the radio? No, to put our show on the radio. I'm not, I'm not going to buy a radio station. No, but like, uh, you know, what would it cost to put our show on the radio? I don't know if my buddy that, well, not really my buddy, but he's in the area here. And the guy that I used to edit the no agenda show for, for his WCKG here in Chicago. Uh-huh. I bet you, as long as we made sure that we kept the shits and fucks and cunts and all that kind of stuff out. We never use bad language. No. And we can uh, put that right on the air. People would love this show in Chicago. I think people would love this show in a lot of places. You think so? I think we'd probably put on all episodes and no one would even notice they're not brand new. They'd be like, well, what's going on? Right. Because we are not very time sensitive. We're not. Uh, yeah. We're not a uh, date topical show. We're like, let's tell you yeah. about the 1980s. We're very, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're very specific. Did I ever tell you back in the 90s when I did this? <laughs> and then I got into playing video games because I made $14 billion bilking these dot-com companies. Uh-huh. I mean, we knew they were going to go bankrupt anyway. Why shouldn't I take their money? Yeah, it's going to happen eventually. Right. We just helped it along. That's right. We helped yeah. them see the error of their ways. It's a thing. NetNet says this show would kill in Antarctica. It probably would. I think it would absolutely because again, it's timeless. Uh, it it makes people remember the the good old times that they used to have themselves back when you could sell a three and a half inch floppy floppy on eBay on yeah. eBay yeah for twelve bucks. Uh huh. I think it was twelve ninety nine. Wow. Maybe we lowered it then at the, at the second uh, level when we got to the nine ninety nine. Yeah. You had to get rid of all those bubble envelopes and discs. Uh-huh. I know. Well, now it's like if you just even back then, even with the crappy internet, it could have been sold online without any of the shipping, but that just showed eBay was so slow to catch up. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, digital goods? We don't understand how you would even do this. But to be fair, if yeah. if you did that, the first person you sold it to would now be selling your script on eBay. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm surprised you didn't already have that. Somebody buying your floppy and going, well, shit, I can sell a copy. Yes. I mean, I'm sure that ended up happening towards the end, but mm-hmm. by that time I had made enough money and then was doing the websites for the Playmates until they turned out to be a little too high maintenance. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And now anybody can start a website for like $20 a month on Squarespace or something like that. Yeah. And then use a bunch of AI tools to create a playmate and make a website. Yeah. Oh, they're getting better. I've been playing oh, with that stable diffusion good. stuff and there's a few mm-hmm. different Lauras that you can add into it. And it's like most people would not understand or realize 
that it's a fake person and there's you know all yeah. of the, this is the latest like in the get rich but quick it's scheme. always been a fake person you've seen right. what those models look like in reality when they're not in photographs yes yeah they look like maybe some they don't even look like homecoming queens they they look like just random cheerleaders from high school yeah the only one um i'm trying to remember her name lisa something that was married to adrian curry no that's the one you like there was mm-hmm. a playboy playmate back in the uh, 90s uh, that ended up being married to the white Sox scotty pesednik who uh so the world series here and it was during the world series because my parents had tickets up on the club level and we were up there and she walked right by and i was like damn looks just as good in person that was like a rarity to be like whoa but that's not a good example of in person that's somebody that's dressed up to the nines to true go to be seen true yeah. but then they got divorced and i was like damn poor poor dude yeah 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 <laughs> Well, you remember that chick that I sat next to on the flight to Mexico? Yeah, the one, the Kristen Cavallari. She was married to a Chicago bear. She was all in on the gene train. Yeah. Yeah. I, there were definitely hotter girls in school that I remember, not even college, like in high school that I remember than uh, the way she looks. But if you look at her photos online or like when she was, you know, professionally made up in, um, uh, what was that show? She was on The Hills. Yeah then yeah that looks amazing but that but that's the thing is like i've always liked the no makeup look on hot chicks yeah the natural look yeah i really prefer that like when they're when their eyebrows are natural hair color instead of black when there's no uh there's no black smudge around their eyes like that's more attractive i think now the the thing is you can only get away with that you can only pull it off if you're naturally beautiful which is a rarity yeah but if you're not i don't really want to be looking at you anyway and uh net ned's right on it lisa durgan was her name she's uh my age born in mm-hmm. 1970 in corpus christi texas mm-hmm five eight and a half oh and she was a i remember that too was it one of the uh, saint Pauli girls when they released posters back in 2003 oh wow yeah they they divorced in 2017 so i mean he, scotty made it nine years that's how long i made it <laughs> nine years is enough huh nine years is about right like then you get to the next one or or <clears throat> or or the whole series of them but that was the uh the fake influencer is interesting to me because just like the ebay sniping tool had its day Mm -hmm. all of these folks that are currently influencers on the tiktoks and the instagrams yeah that are real people you're about to be steamrolled if you haven't been already yeah by the ai generated ones absolutely yeah because you they can fine-tune and tweak and tune in to find that sweet spot of the most attractive. Because remember, there, like, there is this uncanny, what do they call it? Uncanny valley. Where if you make them too perfect, they, they become unattractive. You have to make them attractive, but realistic. Now, Annette says he waited in line 
behind Anna Kornikova at a concession mm. stand at Joe Lewis Arena in the 90s. She turned around and said hi. I said hello, and with a shocked look on my face, mm-hmm. she was as good in person. Well, you could kind of tell that, because when she was playing tennis, you're not really all made up. Yeah, to, she's uh, sweaty and shit, and she still looked good. Uh-huh. That's yeah. those Russian girls. It's they well, I, I'd go beyond Russian. I think Slavic in general just have really good genes for that. Like it's you, you're hard pressed to find an unattractive Russian or any Slavic country girl in her early twenties. That's like why you're like when guys are looking to bring in a wife, they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't even have to see her. Just, just that's almost true. That's almost true. Like you, you'd be hard pressed to go wrong with getting somebody from there. Um. I kind of find that it's a, uh, there's a lot of Asian women that are very much in that category as well, where like with no makeup and everything, they still look really hot. And there's no question that there are so many of the AI, uh, Laura's and all these things that mm -hmm. they're uh, Asian women really big in AI. Oh, huge. And I think for a couple of reasons, one is because of the whole, um, you know, the, the nerds that are playing with the tools were <laughs> hey the now. ones watching. Oh, 100%. <laughs> they, they were the one watching anime cartoons when they were younger. Like back when they were virgins, you know, a couple of years back, right. they were a watching a lot back. of a lot of anime. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. But what I don't get, although if you have full control over what you're creating, yeah, I don't understand yet the money-making opportunity of being an AI-generated influencer on these, because a lot of the what you're getting is mm-hmm. a brand will be like, well, hey, we'll send you a product. If you wear our dress, you'll get X amount of money. Mm-hmm. You know, if you drink our energy drink. When yeah, it's pe- usually not a dress or an energy drink. It's usually some innocuous product that has nothing to do with, but they'd like to get you advertising it like dog food. Right. Now, how do you get the dog food? I mean, that's, that's the harder part into, uh, how do you work that into? I don't think that's that hard. It's called Photoshop. I guess. And you're like, boom, there it is. <laughs> boom. boom. This is right. Look in the background. There's my you dog. You don't need to AI the dog food. You just take a picture of it. True. You just, you mix that right on in. Yeah. It's all about just getting the eyeballs and then being able to, does yeah. it, do you have to fool? That's the other question. Yeah. Are people following obvious AIs on Instagram and the TikToks and that? I think some are, but some are probably just following hot. And don't realize that what yeah. they're seeing they is don't care. They not don't real. Know. Yeah. Well, it's great too. Cause you know, again, you just go, you type in what but you want. None of it is really real. I mean, we've been basically using Instagram filters for these in, you know, these people for a long time. Well, yeah, everything is softened. Well, except for you, cause you want the harsh reality right there up front yeah. and center, That's which, right. which seems to be the hardest, which is that's mostly kind of, what I do on my only fan. So it is kind of funny though, because when real you, hard right up front and center creating the using the AIs, using the image generators to mm-hmm. create people it is very hard to get that real uh the reality look with skin and blemishes and it's mm-hmm. all too perfect and that as you said 
th- that sets something off in people like, well, no, that's that doesn't look natural. That doesn't look right. It's too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, there's a is it really is this the last step for creating these things in AI is to have the ability to make it look natural and not perfect is the imperfection yeah, probably, the trick i'll bet you there's going to be some type of a uh realism filter that's going to become available well i'm surprised this doesn't exist yet because it's usually just in the skin tones and that in mm-hmm. the ai for enhancing portraits already exists where you can go in, there's a few different companies that make them. On One is one of them that I've been using for a long time. On One's been around for literally decades. Yeah, they're big in all this stuff. And when you pull up there, and you can do a plugin, they have their own software, but I use mm-hmm. it as a plugin on Photoshop. If you take a photo and you go to their portrait app, it's now Portrait AI, of course. Of course. It will automatically give you a little square around the face so it can see the different people in there. And if there's multiple people, you can do whatever you want differently to each person in the in the photo. And Mm -hmm. it will do things like it wants to remove blemishes and remove shine from the skin. I'm wondering how long until they realize there's money in going, oh, this is obviously an A.I., yeah. Let's make the face, the skin on the face look more natural. Let's add pores because we don't want to perfect this. We actually want to make this look real. Right. But they're well, probably pretty close because they're already at the point where they can automatically figure out where the face is, where the skin is. And then it can't be oh, that yeah. big of a jump to doing the, well, let's just add some kind of texture. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> on the topic we started off with, when you're doing character creation in these latest generation of games, uh, this isn't a bunch of them. There is a layer, if you will. Uh, one of the steps is blemishes. And uh, <laughs> see, Brooklyn says, this is an AI podcast. No, no, this is not the AI podcast. No. Yeah. Um, this is totally different. Yeah, this is this is a completely different podcast than AI, but we talk about mostly AI. Yeah. But now you see, so you get textures when you're creating your character. Well, it's not textures it's blemishes. It's literally a, like you've gone through and picking the eye color and the skin color and the, the different tonalities of the, the cheeks versus, you know, the chin and nose. And, and I want and, to know what does your character look like? Uh, I'll probably do some streaming. Um, you know, everybody else seems to be streaming this game right now, so I might as well add it to my YouTube as well. I'll, I'll do that. Well, yeah, you can grow an audience. Not really, but I'll, I'll go ahead and stream it. No, the, the thing, there's only one thing you need to do to grow an audience. And I know exactly what it is. I've interviewed people that have millions of, uh, people that are subscribers on YouTube. Uh, I've taught other people to do this. This is very easy, but I can't do it. Okay. And that is consistency. Right. You have to be on five days a week, every week for six months or more. I can't do it. I can't like, I can do it for a week. I maybe two, and then I'm going to start missing days and then I'm just going to drop up. And I've done that like four or five times now where I start off. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it again. The longest I've gone, I think was a month and a half. And I just, 
felt like it was a real job and I got sick of doing it. Well, it is a real job at that point. This show is on the border of me getting sick of doing it. <laughs> You're like, this is Luckily, a real job. It's only two hours long, but if it was any longer than two hours, I'd be like, dude, how about we wrap this up? I mean, we're getting close to episode 100. I know, right? Be like, where people going to want more? Or they and remember, like, we probably did 20, 30 episodes before you rebranded the show. I don't know if there was 20, but it was probably At close to 10. Yeah. Somewhere Maybe in there. Maybe 75. It was a long time. It was a few years, I think. Yeah, quite a few. Felt like quit. Then we went back to grumpy old bands, and then nobody donated, and then uh, and then you told people not to donate to the show. Yeah, well, I think it's good advice. Which has only helped Planet Rage, which uh, seems to be getting the donors. Well, good for Planet Rage. As long as one show gets them, that's all I really need. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, just one show. That's all I care about. Oh, one of them. If one of them pops, man, all we need is one of them to go viral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think people ought to be donating to that show either. I mean, when you think about the current state of economy, what are you guys thinking? What, what the, I want to know, what is somebody who's doing, I don't mean like 300 sats or some other bullshit amount that people pretend they're donations. I mean like actual donations of 20 or 50 or $100. What, where are you in your plan for the coming World War III that you can just throw money around like that? I think everybody has an entertainment budget. Mr. I just spent $100 on a game. Well, I also donate people money on on uh, YouTube. So See, well, but, now you, but, but no. I'm not a good wait, example. Wait, you, of you donate on examine. YouTube. Well, where's, where's, where's the random thoughts, man? You've never came into random thoughts like well, here. Here's $1,000. Give me a random thought. In the nighthood. grand scheme Boom. of things of the amount of time that I listen to random thoughts versus watch YouTube. Well, I've donated the appropriate amount of money because I'm not a hot AI female. I get it. Yeah. Why? Why aren't you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can make way more God money. Damn, at man. If you were, I might be listening more. Yeah. That I would might be... consider your opinions to be more valuable. <laughs> She's going to be like, hey, I was watching this really hot chick talk about this. I uh -huh. thought this was great. I'd be like, Gene, that's me. What? Uh -huh. <laughs> can you imagine yeah. how many people's brains would explode if they knew who's behind half of these things they watch? I it's I. Yeah, I suppose some people don't. I, I kind of expect it to be guys that look like you. Uh-huh. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, well. Well, yeah, they're the ones who have enough time to perfect the AI. And the most interesting thing with all the AI image generators is that there has not yet been. I think one of the big breakthroughs will be when you can create a character, a person, whether it's a photo or digital mm -hmm. art. And you're like, wait, this is it. This is the face. This is the body mm -hmm. to be able to then save that to whenever you wanted to recreate that person, that character again, mm -hmm. you can do it. Because right now, with all of these AI image generators, every time you hit OK more, it's different. Let me ask you a question. Should I keep paying Twitter 10 bucks a month or not for Twitter? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm still I just see their invoice just showed up and I'm like, eh, should I cancel? I and it's interesting that one of the biggest perks that people seem to be using. Now, I don't know if you're seeing less ads. I don't know if your posts are actually I'm getting almost never on there. That's a problem. So I really don't use it to like it's hard to justify. I can understand that. And what mm -hmm. they're really selling is the most annoying part now, which is. Well, you can post up to 5 million characters instead, and there's nothing worse than going oh, to fucking kidding. Twitter. Oh, you're kidding, so I don't need to be short? No. 
I didn't not, know that. Not anymore. Twitter's letting you like I, it's crazy now. Long mm. that uh, we got to boost. Uh, Gene said to donate three hundred sats, right? So <laughs> NetNet boosted three hundred sats. They all uh-huh. hear what they want to hear. Yeah, they clearly do. But you know that's three hundred sats you wouldn't have donated at all had I not mentioned that. See, this is like undercover. This is like subterranean. In it's your, subliminal. Yeah, subliminal, too. That'd be a better word. Although you actually said it, so, I mean, it was more like reverse psychology. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it is subliminal because a subliminal doesn't mean that you don't say it. It means that the person does something based on what you said that may not coincide with what you said. Oh, like whatever you do. do it's kind of like showing a can of Coke while talking about, you know, stray dogs. I see. Next thing you know, a person wants the coat. Whatever you do, do what should not I get for lunch? Donate a million Satoshis for lunch. Um, I'd go with some Tex Mex. Really? Yeah, it's got a lot of carbs in it, man. Yeah, I didn't say I for you. I thought oh. it would be good. Oh, okay. I mean, How about for me? Trying oh. to cut down on carbs. Oh, you're trying to cut down on carbs. So I'm, uh, I'm attempting to. I, you know. I mean, I know you got a sushi gal, so I mean, you can have that delivered direct. <laughs> I could have a sushi delivered, yes. And then there's an Asian girl who feeds Gene. I had um, by hand. I had barbecue on Tuesday, and I kind of okay. feel like I got my fill of brisket. I mean, wait, is there such a thing as getting your fill of brisket? That is I, low I carbs, two pounds of brisket, but the sugar content on that is pretty high. No, there's no sugar in brisket. Oh, so it wasn't lathered with barbecue sauce? No, it's Texas style. Oh, nice. Dry rub. Nice. Everybody likes a good dry rub, except for the guy who's mm-hmm. getting the dry rub. Well, I don't think many people like the dry rub. Most, <laughs> no. most guys tend to like something a little wetter. You got you to gotta have a little bit of lube Lots going of on. sauce involved, man. Lots of sauce. Net Ned boosted 8,008 saying, some boobs to go with the 300 sats. Well, thank you. Oh, man. look at that. Yes. See? And, and nobody, it's the, we don't mention boobs, and therefore we get donations with boobs. Didn't we mention That's a lot of boobs? I think we did. Shh. Nope. Okay, so just brisket. I can see that. You don't once you start lathering in the barbecue sauce, then it starts yeah. becoming a little more barbecue unhealthy. Barbecue sauce has, I think, about a two thousand calories per spoon. Yeah. Well, it tastes so good, though. I mean, you start with molasses, and, uh-huh. then, and then you add everything else in. And a good dry rub that was nice on a nice slab of ribs. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I had a slab and of ribs, I'm, and I managed to snarf the uh, burnt ends because I was oh. the first one walking through the the brisket line. What brisket so, line? Where was this brisket line? Uh, at work. At, oh, so wait, there's like free brisket at the company you're doing work for? Well, I mean, yes, but. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, uh, you know, I don't, I don't go to the office. And you were, well, then how did you get the burn ends? Well, because uh, we had our quarterly meeting, so I had to come to the office. And how many people did you knock over to be the first in line to get to the burn end? Um, I, it was easy. I just skipped the meeting right before lunch, and um, I made sure I was the first one there. <laughs> You're looking at the schedule. Let's see. Free burnt mm-hmm. ends and a brisket. Huh. Meeting about quarterly financials. That's not important <laughs> at all. I made the right choice. That's right. You got the brisket. Uh-huh. You got the brisket. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. As, as far as quarterly meetings go, it was a good quarterly meeting. I didn't really present this one, so I was just kind of chilling out. We had a few guys that wrote new books, so got copies of those. Uh, well, this is the whole book scam. This is the only way you move your books. <laughs> I mean, book scam. Book scam. It's book scam. Book, no book scam. scam. 
No, no, we got we got a new uh, a new partner from Australia. Met him. That was always fun. Gene's like, I will come in and speak to all of your employees for free as long as you buy them each a copy of my book at full well, retail okay. price. I've never done that, but it's it is something that a lot of people do, and that's a pretty good way to move books. Uh huh. Yeah. There you go. That is true. Oh, I'm going to be working on a new book. Oh, what's it going to be? I uh, don't have a title yet. But okay, but what's it going to be about? It's a business book. All my books are business books. None of the uh, erotic fiction coming out yet. I can't write that shit, dude. I've tried. <laughs> uh, you know, seriously, I've I've tried to do that. It, it, no, I'm not. I'm not any good at it. And then the Russian operative Sergey. I think if you want to write erotic fiction, you have to basically be a woman. <laughs> right. I think maybe. I mean, you you may have male genitals on the outside but you your brain has got to be female to write erotic fiction you have to be able to uh have an imagination yeah but you have to like take the time to describe and talk about stuff instead of just jumping right in there and not really talking you have to yeah i hate everybody that writes a book that actually describes and talks about stuff yeah when it comes to sex (laughs) yes yes i think that wants to know if you could write neurotic fiction um yeah i could do that i i've written some neurotic fiction i used to write a lot of fiction when i was in college i had a really really hot english professor ah, what and, was his uh, name her name <laughs> i don't remember her name um but she had just graduated college like two years earlier oh and then she was a college profile so you were like she, she was the the freshman english professor oh boy i know right she was probably like 23 maybe you were you were a young 18 year old and we all know that 23 is the right age for a woman well i mean once you get any older it's downhill it's it's basically you start peaking as you get to 23 you peak at 23 and then you go downhill after that you're like by 28 wow what happened yeah honestly i mean you're kind of a has-been at that point if you want to write to Gene, you can find him at sirgene.com. At, at podcast.sirgene.com. Oh, well, or that would do Podcast it. at sirgene.com. See Brooklyn with a 3333 boost. Thank you. Yeah, look at all these boosts. Now, how are you finding out about these in real time? They are popping up in the troll room. Oh, so there's a, some kind of script thingy. There running. is a boost bot which we uh, give one percent to and when the boost comes in what i never agreed to a one percent to somebody else one percent of bullshit. nothing is it's coming out of your deal not mine it's even worse i think the uh your buddy curry i think gets like a percent no matter what, what? yeah of our show for everything i don't know how Hold it all on. works out but the whole uh the podcast yeah, scam is this is in on all of this man the podcast oh index God. is making like a percent of every boost going anywhere well that was the original plan uh-huh that was the exit strategy. Yeah. If yeah. we get a little bit of every donation, you can keep up those servers. Mm. And then maybe more. Oh, wow. Look, money just came in. Woo. You mean sats? Yeah. I mean, theoretical money. Yeah. Right. I mean, I can turn it into real money, but I keep waiting. I'm like, well, do I need to get this? Mm-hmm. Up? I don't want to come on. Go up a little more. Go up more. Go up more. Don't go down. Don't go down. Mm. So I've, I'm getting ready to buy the new uh, phone next week what kind iphone Ooh, well there's a new one coming out right yeah 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 
So even though our show doesn't really talk about topical time-related issues, we'll talk about Except this. Except the brand new iPhone, although you don't know what number as long as you don't say it. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, it's going to be the newest, best, this it's thing. The new People one. are going to love new it. IPhone. All it's, the new uh, features. It's the one I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, the main new feature that I'm looking forward to is finally having a freaking USB-C plug on the phone. Oh, CSB loves the USB-C. Yeah, well, he's not wrong about that. That's a, he did not donate to us today, though. He was taking the week off. Well, don't mention them then. <laughs> don't don't talk about somebody who's not donating. What are you thinking? Come on, don't even bring it up. But you told me nobody should donate. So should nobody we, should donate? Shouldn't we applaud people. CSB for not donating? Don't mention any names of non-donators. How about CSB? Can we call it no CBS? Can we just CBS? Yes, CBS. Can, there was CBS going to sue him for using? No, their, no. You just if, look. If you want to refer to somebody anonymously, you just call him the Pomeranian. Ah, the Pomeranian. How you doing? That we do not give. I do not like Genie. Is not good. He does not say good things. About I'm pretty sure Russia. he dislikes you more than me right now. And that could be. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would that be though? Even though you're a fellow Polak. Yes, Gene does not follow you now on No Agenda Social. I follow him. You don't follow me, though. He was mad about that. I don't follow you? No, didn't you unfollow me? You pissed me me off. (laughs) (laughs) That's why this show is coming to an end. Mm -hmm. No, you just said something that I didn't agree with, so I unfollowed (laughs) you and blocked you. Did you you mute me, or did you... you, uh, uh, I don't think you blocked. No, I didn't block you. No, I'm, I'm kidding. He muted? No, I didn't mute any, I never mute anybody. To me, it's either a block or nothing. It's all or nothing at all. Yeah. So what is the new feature that we're looking for on the new iPhone? This the, is not sponsored by Apple. plug. That beyond there, that's it's it? It's no longer going to have the stupid uh, iPhone jack. But no you, more lightning. Do you use for charging at this point? Are you a plug-in charger or are you throwing it on one of I'm these pads? I'm a plug-in charger. I <laughs> I don't like my phone heating up to 140 degrees, so I actually plug it in. Because I got one of the pads, and it's like, it seems way more convenient, but it's like, is that a... It's so slow. It's slow, and it heats up your phone. I don't know. It seems about the same rate, at least for my Android no. phone. I don't know. I don't have an Apple it's phone. It's way slower, and it's super inefficient, and you're killing the planet. Wait, I like killing the planet. Mm-hmm. And I lied. I do have an Apple phone. I just don't use it. I mean, I, I had to have it. Use it. I had to have it for the watch. But my main uh, phone is still the Android phone. When I leave the house, I take the Android phone. How could you possibly like that over the iPhone? That's because stupid. you can do whatever you want on it. You don't have to be all appled up. And and by all you want is what 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 do you got on there that you can't have an Apple? Nothing. Exactly. I was just using it beforehand, and it's the whole inertia <laughs> thing. Yeah. I don't want to go and change it. Although I don't use the phone for nearly anything where I don't understand my wife. I mean, on so many things, I don't understand her, but that's mm-hmm. because we've been together since 1988 and it's now, uh, it's now 2023, but she'll sit there when we're watching TV and I don't mind the, you know, okay, whatever you're watching, maybe it's not all that exciting. When you're watching a show that you like, I don't understand having another screen in front of you because you can't really absorb what you're watching. And I know you're a multitasker yeah. kind of guy. But the more screens, the better, man. Even I'm worse. actually looking at a new laptop right now, too. So, wow, a new Apple? You get an Air? No, I already have that one. You want the uh, Pro? No, no. You want uh, something I, different because you want to play games on it? Yeah. 
There's a cool gaming laptop I've been keeping my eye on. So an Alienware or a- it's no Alienware sucks. Well, that's because they're yeah. Dell. No, it's uh, it is a really cool thing. It's a um, well, I'm not looking at it, but I'm pretty sure Asus is who makes it. Yeah, it's Asus unique, NetNed. Yes, the unique characteristic is it has two screens. Okay, so how are they? A, it has the normal screen the way you'd expect it. And then the keyboard is actually slid towards the very front of the laptop and behind the keyboard, between the keyboard and the hinge is a second screen. So very much like the Apple that failed a very wide screen. Okay. Not a little bar then. No, it's a, it's an actual screen, but it's, it's very wide and uh, it's the same size as the keyboard. So the keyboard and the screen are basically split down the middle of the laptop. That's weird. It's really cool looking, um, and it's, I think it's a Zen something. It's like an Asus Zen something or other. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but I've been seeing this thing for really the last two years or so. I've been kind of thinking, this would be cool to have. I just can't justify it because I don't travel enough. Did you really Guru says, it's, is it the Asus ROG gamer laptop? No. And Digi also uh, says the only reason Planet Rage gets any money is because of Larry. I'm not denying that. <laughs> Larry's Wait, awesome. So, you, so I should have Larry as a co-host and Probably. then have a show that's inaudible? Yeah, I think so. So that's really what people are paying for is the inaudibility portion. Yeah, they're like, wow, I like this guy's voice. He gets down. He gets low. Yeah. I, mean, I guess if you're testing speakers or something, that'd be... be um, yes. You want to test your audio gear? It's, it's the ZenBook Pro Duo. Which makes sense because it's got two screens. That's why you would name it that. Now, NetNet says, tell Gene don't get it. Our marketing guy has it, and we've had all sorts of scaling issues with it. Scaling? What kind of scaling? He says driver issues sometimes also. I'm sure he'll give you a little more mm. details with the scaling. Yeah, dude, uh, send me an email. Uh, let me jump on the call with you and, and talk me out of it because I'm pretty <laughs> close to pulling the trigger. And I wouldn't mind somebody talking me out of it because I'd be saving a few thousand bucks. You're like, here, don't get it because this is what's going to happen. I always appreciate people that have talked me out of spending money because, uh, you know, I'm basically I'm making a decision to buy something based on the way it looks and the way that. Well, the marketing press, which yeah, is like, marketing this is going to make your life so much and better. So when somebody has practical experience and says, yeah, don't don't get that. Like that's actually very useful because uh, I'm going to assume they're going to be right, but um, you know, it's it's better than buying it and then trying to return the thing. Right, that's a pain in the ass. So then you're like, "Ah, I'll just keep it. The top of the line version of it is the the Asus Rog Zephyrus Duo RXT 4080. Oh, that just rolls right off the tongue. I know it's a great and it's only three thousand eight hundred dollars which you know when i think back to what the macbook pros were 10 years ago that doesn't seem crazy uh you, you could spend that much on the macbook right now oh easily but i'm yeah. just saying that they were that much there they've come down the macbooks have actually come down they're still more expensive mm-hmm. but paying the apple tax oh wait you want a slightly larger hard drive and slightly more memory? Let us charge you an extra $1,500. That is very true. Uh, the parts are non-replaceable, non-serviceable. The, the Apple techs 
is a very real thing. Oh yeah. Uh, a lot of times it's worth it, but not, not every time. And that's where they scare you up front. Like, well, you know, you can't upgrade it. So that's the whole hard sell now we're back I, in the day there were some I pieces pasted a picture of this thing for you just so you can see what i'm talking Ooh, about i just heard it go that old okay. signal sound yeah. but what but i don't get as i take a look yeah. at this mm-hmm. is the wife will sit there while we're watching tv and mm-hmm. she'll do the doom scrolling on her phone oh which yeah. is now the, the the current largest apple phone so it's not a small device yeah. but so it's, it's only like 14 inches right uh, but like you know two feet away right sits her apple ipad pro that right. never gets used and i'm like why Sounds to me like your wife's got better taste than you probably i mean uh-huh. i've got an ipad pro that i use all the time except it's older i need to upgrade that uh-huh. but i would never sit there now if i go out somewhere yeah i'm not taking an ipad with i'm not taking a tablet with so if i need to go look something up i'll do it on the phone mm. but if you're sitting in your house and you have the tablet two feet away why use the phone because it's constantly mm. the phone i'm like is if, if it's really that much more comfortable then stop getting the ipads because you're never going to use them mm-hmm. you know if you'd much rather have that smaller screen but for me i mean one i i always use the ipad i do not like doing anything on the phone unless i'm in a location where nothing else is around thank you exactly yeah well that's a weird looking device is that cool that is okay so the now this is the concept is that the screen will continue on from no. the main screen no, then no, down no. that's like, just uh that's just uh, it's a gla- okay they're just doing the marketing guru yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. You know, it's it shows up as two separate screens one right below the other in your screen control panel what do you think would be the use for this in real world well there's tons of uses uh one is you could be playing a netflix movie on the lower screen while doing something in the upper screen um you could always have a web browser open on the lower screen even if you're playing a video game on the upper screen um it's like anything else like i have on my desktop i've got a 47 inch monitor and two 27 inch monitors on one on each side of it vertically and that's not enough now I need more room a little more information says when you dock it the little screen fucks up the resolution somehow and fucks oh. up scaling between multiple monitors one monitor will have one scale and the other will have another scale mm. now it's a question do you normally dock these things or when you use a laptop i don't so that may not now is it does it do anything weird without the docking so say gene's one of these people who like i never want to plug this into nothing else right does it work for that yeah because I can see that would be confusing because you're basically what this laptop has dual monitors, one of which is a yeah. very wide screen, half the size yeah. of the. Yep. Of it's the actually other 4K resolution left to right, but it's like half a 4K screen top to bottom. Interesting. Yeah. That keyboard now that the keyboard does not look comfy for some reason. Uh, it doesn't have a, well, I don't think it is or or, the track, right. The trackpad on the right is a little strange too. The trackpad on the right is a little weird, but it doubles as a numeric keypad, which I like. Well, that's, yeah, that's cool. And I I would certainly, I've got a, uh, a portable mouse thing that I use. Okay. Well, that would be also a, um, Um, an answer to that because not really a a problem. I mean, the thing that I, I, I'm most concerned about. You can see how the little secondary screen tilts up, which is 
yeah, really that neat. adjustable or uh, no no it's it, it happens automatically when you open it up and that that actually opens up a much bigger area for hot air exhaust ah well i can see yeah this might be a, a hot running machine good for gaming right well i would say so i think it's designed pretty well but my my concern would be how many open and close cycles is that thing gonna last before something breaks right like the macbooks that were starting to warp and uh yeah. if you had like something like a, a human hair fell in between the keyboard and the monitor yeah. and you tried to close it, it was like nope 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 so that's really the only concern i mean the it's an oled screen in the back 15 and a half inches so it's almost 16 inch screen yeah but how long uh, do you normally keep your laptops like two years and then you're done yeah so i mean you probably don't have to worry about it holding up i probably don't but it, it is definitely going to lose value a lot faster than the mac laptops yeah well yeah because people will still buy mac laptops from 10 years ago yeah and my my mac laptops historically have about 30 hours of use on them oh yeah well this is me with the i bought an asus xps 15 yeah. laptop like yeah right around the time COVID started mm-hmm. i don't think i've ever, really ever used it because i hate it and i really oh, okay. should have just gotten rid of it immediately because uh it was you know not super expensive but it wasn't mm-hmm. super cheap Mm-hmm. But I really should have gone. I mean, I went, well, you know, this is cheaper than the Mac and I'm not really in the Mac ecosystem because I didn't have the Apple watch and the phone then. Nah, now they got you. Yeah. Now I'm thinking if I go that it would be, uh, although I'm, I'm also coming around to if they have, are they coming out finally with a 15 inch MacBook air? Cause uh, yeah, yeah, that's out. Cause that might not be it's bad. Out right now. Cause the 15 inch seems like an okay size for me it's yeah i mean i've got the 14 inch um so i've got the one that came out right before they announced the 15 inch the uh the m2 yeah, the MacBook super air. Chip. yeah with the but the macbook air not the pro because i actually right. i traded in my original pro for the air m1 and then i traded in my m1 for the m2 they definitely have you in the ecosystem as far as the driver no, issues dude, no it's like i'm gonna trade in my current iphone for the new iphone that's right it's good and bad that apple does the trade-in stuff it makes it kind of super easy to where you don't have to try and sell your old crap on ebay you just trade it in but of course you don't get as much for the trade-in as i could get on ebay because all my stuff is barely used right i mean but the nice thing is too your phone just kind of the new phone wakes up with pretty much set the way you want it. Yeah, that's always been the case, but you don't have to trade in to do that. No. It's you just have to buy a new one. No, I'm just saying keeping you in the yeah. ecosystem. And I, I've never done the phone, you know, over months thing. I've always just bought phones outright, even back like when most people were buying them as part of the signing up for multiple months with a carrier. Right. Come to AT&T. We'll give yeah. you the best deal. Yeah. And I use uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Mint. phone service yeah mm-hmm. is it good i mean because i see they it's just really lowered good. the prices yeah it's really well you know they got bought by t-mobile interesting so they're using so the T-Mobile he is now a like damn near a billionaire smart guy and not because of being an actor hey he was good in and, uh, did two you see guys who he's married a girl to? in a pizza place no who oh uh what's her name right uh, good old what's her name scarlett johansson uh no damn um, that would have been good 
That well, yeah, that would have been good, but no, this one looks even better. Uh, Blake Lively. Oh yeah, Blake's cute. Yeah, that's his wife, and she is the natural look as well. She is totally the natural look, the yeah. cute little flirty blonde. Uh huh. That if she was sitting next to Gene on in first class, he'd be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna giggity, giggity, giggity. I don't do that. <laughs> well, but, inside you do, but she would totally be the one sitting next to me for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And Ryan would be like two rows back, right? And you'd be like. Yeah, you could drop your billionaire husband. And then somebody says, "Why? What is this dude doing in our plane?" Right? Why? Because I'm on their private plane. See, he's yeah. sitting next to her. Yeah. You're like, what are you in here my for? fantasy? goddammit it! Yeah. No, I've always liked Blake Lively. I always thought that the the character she I don't think she's a great actress or anything, but the character she plays, she like consistently have had that that smart ass kind of attitude that I like in women. I I do get that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've. Oh, ever... she's kind of getting old. Well, I mean, you have your limits. She's thirty-six already. So you're like, that's a little. I mean, Taylor Swift's thirty-three. So I mean, there you go. Yeah, although she's, she's looking good. I mean, I was going through a bunch of old uh, photos and cleaning stuff off the drive, and it's like Taylor Swift when she was like eighteen was not all that cute. Still not all that cute. Well, she's cuter now. She has she was. a more female-looking body now than a sack of potatoes that she used to have. The sack of potatoes. Pretty much. So now, were you a Gossip Girl watcher? I've never watched Gossip Girl. No. But, I mean, Blake Lively was in it, so I thought maybe you'd watch I've it. never seen it, no. I'm not a fan of Blake Lively. I'm just, uh, it just came up because we were talking about her husband. Because you're like, she's hot. Well, you're obviously, you're a fan well, to hot. know who she is and who she's married to. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I've liked the stuff I've seen her in, but I've never really followed her. Wow. According to NetNed, Ryan Reynolds was once engaged to Alanis Morissette. Well, then he moved way up. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing rude about that. Uh, I think Alanis Morissette, uh, I really liked her acting in Weeds. Like, I think she did a great job there. What did she play in Weeds? I don't remember. I remember she played, played God the, in uh, the female uh, uh, characters. <laughs> so she <laughs> she made she played the girlfriend of one of the main male characters and one of the sons or something like the the, the brother's girlfriend. No, 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 not the sons, but the uncles, the uncle's girlfriend. I did not remember. I don't remember that. Yeah, when they were, I think it was right before they moved to Mexico. That's another series that was pretty damn uh, revolutionary at the time. time. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Now you're like, huh, you mean that shit used to be banned? Uh-huh. Uh, oh, what is, what's this all what? about? Yeah. This whole it's, weed thing. I know. I keep waiting for that day when I, when people will say the same thing about breaking bads. Like, right. Well, of what, course everybody can do this banned? now. Why would you ban meth? It's good for you. <laughs> well, it, it calls the herd. It sure does. Doesn't it? That's what they don't want to talk about, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they call it a meth epidemic. It's not an epidemic. It's a designed uh, response, uh, you know, birth prevention drug. Yeah, we're looking to get rid of some uh, people. That's all. <laughs> get rid of some, uh, you know, people. Yeah, you know, the kind that we're looking yeah. to get rid of. If they fit uh, a certain demographic. It works. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was only in eight episodes of Weed, so that may be why uh yeah, she I was, blocked she out was. on uh, But I think she did a very good job. Like she did not come across as a oh, look at this singer trying to pretend to be an actress. She actually I think she did a good job acting. 
well, I mean, I don't know if the uh, if it was g- as good as her uh, performance in Jay and Silent Bob Strike she Back. She was horrible. She was horrible in that movie. <laughs> what about Dogma? Do you like her as God in no. Dogma? No. 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 So she got better at the acting thing. I think that the role that she had in Weeds was much easier for her to play than God. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. It's a little harder to play God. Yeah. And as far as the driver issues on that laptop, uh, NetNet says sometimes when they plug in different video or camera equipment, it locks the whole system up. Oh, well, that's not good. Hey, NetNet, can you find out what model? Because there's like 15 models of this thing that they make. Can you find out which model you guys have? Yeah. And how old is it? Is it like one of their first generation versions of this or is this like brand new? And then if you tell Gene it was an old one, he'll be like, well, they, they had to fix that by now. Well, they may have. I don't know. I'm all still these, very tempted. I mean, it's it's just it's the most unique laptop that I've seen. DigiGuru says, "Has Darano not yet seen Idiocracy? What is Idiocracy? Is that a movie?" I'm gonna go and slap you right now. <laughs> well, you have to come to Chicago, and that way we can go over to Gibson's, get some pizza first, and then I'll slap you. Right? Is that yeah. we, now? Do you go to like uh, the pizza place and have some pizza, and then go to Gibson's? Do you do a bang bang, or do you separate those off by? Uh, I don't. I don't go to a pizza place first of all because carbs. But, well, see, but you want theoretically, yeah, I see. really enjoyed pizza. The last time I was in Chicago, I had pizza. Well, because people a, are like, well, you Chicago. didn't approve of the pizza I had, but I thought it was good. The, what Lou Belnati is probably some of those, or uh, uh, name another one uh giordano's which are giordano's they're not bad yeah because they it was right next to my hotel so i could literally walk across and um it was that night where a couple years back i was flying through chicago this is so stupid i was flying my direct flight from austin to seattle got canceled so they rebooked me on a flight through chicago to seattle and we get to Chicago and our plane's late and I miss my connecting plane. <laughs> They're like, we lied about that other flight. And, uh, and the next flight is the next day. Well, they had to put you up then. They didn't put me up. They didn't do jack shit. What, oh, what kind of crappy airline are you flying? That's why you only fly private, Gene. Yes, I know. Only and so, fly Gene Air. Consequent Gene Air would be a great airline. Uh, I can only imagine the the uh, the stewardess outfits. On oh, you Air. know exactly what they would look like. They would look <laughs> like the Britney Spears video. Yeah. Okay. That's perfect. I like that. Yeah. I've always and it's it's really the Pan Am color outfits. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, did you see the series Pan Am? I mean, it only made it like eight yeah, episodes. Of course. But I watched it more than once. I'm well. Yeah, Margot Robbie in that outfit was like, especially a young, fresh faced Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing better than the fresh phrase Margot Robbie. That was, you know, and I know everybody, the other dark haired girl in that, who who was the big, uh, uh, who was the actress? In yeah, that? she was pretty good, too. I mean, they're, they're all girls, right? Well, yeah. But Margot Robbie was like, nobody knew who she was at the time. And it was all the show was all being pushed. Yeah. For the other actress. And it was like, no, no, that's not. Uh, that's not what people are tuning in for. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's kind of a bummer that Christina Ricci, that's who it was. Yeah, she's hot too. I always like her. But not in Margot Robbie hot way. That I was- think Christina Ricci in bed would be way more interesting 
than Margot Robbie in bed. Wow. Now, if uh, Christina and Margot are listening and they want to uh, test that theory, yes. she's like, here's my, here's my email. Uh, 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 yes. My email podcast at sirgenespeaks.com. They're like, well, you had us up until that point. <laughs> now we're out of here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I thought that was a great concept for a show. And I'm really kind of bummed that it didn't make it longer, especially. It was a very expensive show. Oh, it, it was. It looked beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, it was very expensive. But now with AI, I think it's going to start getting a lot easier to recreate. You know, like this was based in what the sixties was it? It had to be like in the <clears throat> yeah. Mad Men era. Yeah. So it's a lot harder than just filming, you know, where you can go out and do stuff on the street. Now you can't do that if it's supposed to be in the nineteen sixties because you can't have a two thousand and twenty three Tesla driving by. Mm-hmm. So I think it's gonna get easier to do that with the technology they have out there and while Everything Brittany looks will be angry fake. We're coming video. we're entering the age of no reality. No, I like it. Uh, yeah. This is why people have to leave their house every now and then to see what's actually going on. Because you'll be able to look at the internet. And or be like, they could just flip on their phone to well, see what's going on. I don't know. Because you look on the phone and you're like, oh my God, there's bombs falling everywhere in Moscow. And then you walk outside and you're like, no, they're not. Well, there are. It's not happening right now. Literally. Not right now. Bombs falling. Bombs? Yeah. Where? In Moscow. Oh. Sounds like a war. Mm, sure does. But I wish they'd bring Pan Am back. I like that concept. Somebody go back and do that now that we have the uh, <laughs> the AI. Because you, there were so AI many stories that you could tell. You know, this was like the ultimate because this made perfect sense on why you could constantly bring new people in. Because, you know, you, yeah. you yeah, fly. It was, it was just like the love boat. Right. In the end. It very much so. But it could have been mm-hmm. so much more. Could have been so much more. Than, than the love boat. I mean, I pretty much was asking for, uh, and it wasn't a perfect show, but I thought it was humorous, the Superstore show. Oh, yeah. Is that done, too? I've watched a few episodes of that. Yeah, that ended a couple of years ago now. That had that uh, Mexican chick there. Yeah, yeah uh, um, America. America, yes. Yeah, who hates America, it turns out. <laughs> Oh, does she really? Yeah, she's a well, she's a foaming at the mouth liberal, but that well, is of every course she actress. is. You expect that? Yes, that's kind of a a given assumption, I would think. But I worked for years at mainly Radio Shack in Circuit City, and I always thought that would be a great setting for a sitcom, and they they did it fairly well. Um, yeah, yeah, they're. I kind of felt like their characters were way too exaggerated. And you're using uh, what mid journey or some stable diffusion now to put Britney Spears into these uh, stewardess uniforms. No, that's literally from the video. That's an actual photo of Britney. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Do you, did you not remember that video? I don't No. Jesus Christ. dude. I thought you were taking Britney from the uh, hit me baby one more time. And that would have been the idea for what Jean Eyre's stewardesses would look like would be the schoolgirl pleated skirt with the tied white shirt i thought that would have been maybe some you know knee socks i mean okay that that's 
Gene's like, okay. A little pedo of you, but okay. Gene's like, this. well, no, not if the girl in the uniform is like 22 or whatever yeah. age you want the girl uh -huh. to be. Gene's like, okay, uh -huh. we have overridden the new outfit for Gene Air is now this. No, no, I, I, this is this is the outfit from the video from Toxic. I don't think I've ever seen the video for Toxic. How do you not watch movies for Christ's sakes? You haven't seen Toxic. You <laughs> haven't seen Idiocracy. Videos. You haven't seen anything. Oh, Idiocracy is a movie. Oh my! No God. wonder I can't find it. Were you looking for a book? Yeah, exactly. Which I wasn't going to read anyway. <laughs> Dumbass. That's <laughs> uh, really good. But now, I mean, seeing this, maybe I should look it up because Brittany is just the right amount of crazy for you, too. I know oh, you'll like the crazy totally girls. totally my kind of crazy. I mean, you think Christina Ricci would be a little crazy oh, she's between totally the sheets. totally my kind of crazy, too. Brittany would be the kind yeah. where you'd probably want to fasten your seatbelt before starting anything. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's a certain certain brand of crazy chicks that, that are definitely my style of crazy. What, okay, we need a list now. If anybody wants to start guessing what would be on the list for Gene's style of crazy. Well, you got two of them right there. So that's that's a good indicator. Yeah. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. I am with you. So uh, somebody talked Gene out of buying a new laptop. Yeah. I mean, what I'm hearing so far is not bad, but it's also literally what you could say about any Windows laptop. True driver issues doesn't like when you change usb connections or plug things in why everybody should just stick with apple i mean apple laptops don't have that problem but unfortunately the apple laptops don't have cool dual screen designs like this either i know not yet anyway and yeah. they probably won't because they tried the little mini screen and they're like well no people don't like extra screens no it, there was nothing wrong with the the mini screen they did something stupid which wasn't adding the screen it was removing the f keys that's the part that people oh, that's right. like. People were pissed. Like, we don't want to use Why this instead. Why do we get these stupid, you know, touchscreen buttons instead of real F keys that we use for real? And here's some uh, riveting information. The model number of the laptop that NetNed's talking about. UX. Yeah. 48. 2E as in Ernie. GR. Okay. and. Uh, is he listening to us at work? Because how the hell did he just of get this model is. number? This is what he does at work. <laughs> this isn't even like a real job. And he probably just went to grab the guy's machine while the guy was right in the middle of a FAP <laughs> session. Like, hey, I need this for a minute. I need this for a minute. Yep. Yep. Well, I'm listening to a podcast. Okay. 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 You did not talk me out of it then. If that's the model number, that is literally the cheapest version of that laptop. It's only 1100 bucks. The one I'm looking oh. at is three and a half grand. So you're going to have three times the problems well or or this is the version that's like clearly the one that doesn't have any could be problems because it's it's more expensive but it you gotta agree though it looks cool and NetNet works in it so he's doing his job he just went and Dude, swiped somebody's did laptop you need to say that does nope. anybody on that irc channel not, not work in IT? IC. please <laughs> uh digiguru wants to know how about a young uma thurman crazy is that in your uh, uh she is not actually crazy enough oh yeah not crazy enough I, I i've watched a number of interviews with her uh where she's not in character she plays crazy characters but when you actually listen to her talking uh she is super shy and definitely not crazy she's a bookworm she's just you know she's a very different chick than what she portrays on screen 
And how about not cute in the least? Um, I mean, she does have man hands and she's got a nose the size of Cyrano de Bergerac, but, um, <laughs> but otherwise, but she has got, she's had a pretty decent body, but not, not great. The most interesting thing about her, I think, is just that she's a genuine hippie. That's her mindset. Yeah. Um, so, oh, but I'll give you one. Uh, I just saw another one that I'm surprised people haven't come up with. Um, and that is Winona Ryder. That's my kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that I fits see. right in. Fits right in. I mean, I'm pretty much uh, sure any girl on OnlyFans probably fits into your... Uh, no, definitely not. ...in your category there. Mm-mm-mm. No. <laughs> Digi says you should change the name of the show to Laptops and Titties. Well, interestingly enough, if you actually uh, look at the list of the girls that I just rattled off, uh, they're all B-cups. Oh. Well, Gene has a type. Mm-hmm. I do have a type. Well, he gets a little intimidated if they're larger than B cups, I guess. I mean, yeah, that's, that's very intimidating. Which I mean, you don't really get the Russians. They kind of have that more of a, uh, supermodel type, uh, frame to them. Usually. Yeah. More proportional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gene's like, you can always buy those other things later. Well, you can buy them later or you can just, you know, buy them for temporary. You just rent, not rent rent to own, never rent to own. No, never rent to own. Just rent. Exactly. So now Gene's going to have to buy a new laptop, which means which, what are you going to get rid of now? I'm not getting rid of anything. Just keep adding more. Well, I don't have a, I mean, I do actually have a gaming laptop right now, but I don't like the way it makes noise. So it's too noisy with the fan or you don't like yeah. the sound on the-, the fan. The fan is too noisy. Well, you don't want that. You want something nice and quiet. Like you have to put on headphones to, if you want to use it really. Okay. It's that loud that if you want to drown out the, to yeah, hear the game, the you- fan, if you're in the game, the fans just like, you know, the whole time. Well, that just sounds like a laptop that was not created to actually play games. No, it was created to play games. It was the thinnest gaming laptop ever made, which is why I bought it. And unfortunately, thin and gaming don't go really go together. Well, you can always submerge it. What was that in like oil of some sort? You could just submerge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mineral, mineral spirits. Right, yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. That's a great way. Or don't you have it, like it a third party pad you can put underneath? That's- I do. It doesn't work. Really? Yeah. Damn. It's, uh, it gets pretty warm. It, it like you, if you touch the keyboard while it's running a game, it gets pretty damn hot. Now, so how come nobody's come up with a liquid cooling situation for like the outside of one of these cases that you could just snap on? Cool uh, the whole thing down. Cause the case isn't the part that needs to be cooled. True. It's, it's too it's far the away. In, innards. And this is where this particular laptop with the tilting secondary screen actually makes quite a bit of sense because well, it's venting. It's venting a tremendous volume of air through that opening through that slot. Well, we're where most laptops forward. are kind of constrained to these fairly small fans in the back. And Gene wants to be able to get on that laptop with the new female character he created for the new game star or something or other star something. That's star, the game star something. That's yeah, what they star should. Something is an amazing game. Somebody Everybody should, should be playing star something. Somebody should come out with that game. 
stars or something or other. Yeah. I, I would love for companies to get that creative in their uh-huh. naming. Be like, this is what, yeah, this is what you need to do. Starfield. Starfield. Like, wait, that's not. And I, yeah. So as soon as we're done, I'll get back to it because I paid the extra money to play today. <laughs> wow. You are addicted to these things. I'm not addicted. I'm just a good consumer. You're a good consumer. Did we sure. ever decide what I'm going to have for lunch? Oh, no. Come up with no, that? You, you, you didn't want it to be a lot of carbs. So I'm guessing a big yeah, Italian trying to beef cut down on the carbage, you know, keep my, my slim figure going, which is the problem in Chicago. Cause then you have a big Italian beef sandwich or you get a big Chicago dog. Both of those, lots of carbs, pizza, the lots bears. of carbs, the bears, the bears. Yeah. Then you get a, a big thing of a uh, big order of fries, but you know, then it's not enough because oh, that's all dude, carbs. The two worst things I've discovered, because I, I think I told you I got one of those um, devices continuous glucose monitoring things so i'm a cyborg now Ooh! so how many things do you have implanted in you right now uh if i told you that i have to kill you okay but uh i'll just look at the uh, the, dossier here yeah exactly the cool thing about having something that sends your your instant continuous blood sugar uh levels to your phone is you can readily see what you just ate does to your blood sugar Yes, and how quickly. Yeah, like, and there's two measurements here, right? There's the amplitude, which is how high your blood sugar goes right after eating it. And then there's the duration, which is how long that blood sugar stays in the high level. And the two worst things that I've discovered in terms of duration, so maybe not necessarily, although it could be uh, in the amplitude, but for sure in duration, the two worst things are potatoes like french fries and rice as in any asian food they last for a good four to six hours of high blood sugar so the ultimate in the starch category mm-hmm. yeah like longer than pasta longer than bread you know eating some sandwiches with just bread definitely spikes it but it drops back down you you eat rice and that shit just stays high now what if you take the french fries and then you Mm -hmm. cover them with the Mm -hmm. nacho cheese almost cheese sauce yeah bacon bits yeah that's fine okay that's good so that helps you can't eat the french fries you just have to eat just the bacon bits and the cheese sauce which i i do as well now what are your thoughts on blue cheese on french fries I love blue cheese. I just made uh, a one pound burger yesterday with blue cheese on top. And how much of that one pound was blue cheese? Uh, that, that was a pound before cooking. So it was probably about a half pound after cooking because, you know, a lot of that, that is water that comes out when you actually cook it. Yeah. Grease. Boy, it's right nice having a, a grill that cranks up over 500 degrees just oh. to give you that really good, good, good crispy sear. on the outside, juicy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want that yeah. caramelization on the outside. Yeah, yeah. And if the you're way not it caramelizing your meat, you're not doing it right. Exactly. Um, the way it works is it it actually heats up a an iron grate inside uh, of the grill first, and then you put the meat on, and you hear it sizzle just as you put it on there, and then you close it back up and let it do its thing. Very you gotta, good. You got to do it, but then the blue cheese is the magic part. Yeah, the blue cheese you sprinkle on after it's done cooking, and then you just close the cover without it being turned down even for about a minute, and it's all melty on top. 
but there used to be an Italian beef place around here. I think there's still a few of them in Chicago. One of the originals, Al's Beef. And Al's they, Beef. And they Sounds were one very of the, Italian. Yeah, Al. And one of the ways they did the fries were... Alberto. Everybody else had, you know, the cheese fries again, which used the barely real nacho cheese with no real cheese used in it to cover yeah. the fries. Yeah. They had blue cheese fries, and it was the best stuff oh, ever. Oh, that sounds very good. Uh-huh. There's a place here in Austin called Mighty Moe's. Hey, now, I know you got a lot of Mighty Moe's in that area. They do uh, They do a Mighty Philly. Philly cheesesteak? Uh, uh, Philly cheesesteak, which they have a two-for-one on right now. God damn, oh. I really shouldn't be ordering this. Well, can you can you take the uh, bun off? The bread out? Yeah. Yeah, I know. But it's it is just wrap it in lettuce and make it healthy for me. I know, right? Um, it's a a Philly cheesesteak with the green peppers, the mushrooms, the banana peppers, the onions. Oh, all that's so good. Lots and lots of the steak, but then it is covered in cheese whiz. Uh, well, that's the magic of like the Philly cheesesteak is yeah, the cheese whiz. It is. So they do they do cheese whiz and then top it off with provolone and American the cheese whiz is a thing that gets into every last little nook and oh, cranny yeah, absolutely every nook and cranny of the container it's in every right. nook and cranny of your teeth <laughs> yes. every nook and cranny of your hands if you touch it because it's everything. not real cheese it's plastic cheese uh-huh. if you yeah. let it congeal again you can like spackle your house mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's actually it has multi-purpose usage i mean that is the one downside of using a shredded cheddar on nachos mm-hmm. is that it's good for like 30 seconds and then it starts to harden up and the whole thing becomes like a brick. I actually like that because I like the, um, I like when the cheese is a little drier on the nachos so that when you pick it up, it doesn't all just droop right. off and fall back down. Oh, I agree with, with you there. So I, when, if I get nachos, which I almost never do, cause I don't like Mexican and Whoa. I don't, and, Why are you so the, racist? I just never liked Mexican, man. I just don't get it. I don't, you know, when I go to Mexico and I go pretty regularly, I never eat Mexican. But you're in I'm, Mexico. I guess that is kind of racist, isn't it? I'm, I'm like not eating Mexican when I'm in Mexico. That's kind of racist. you like, you go to France, but you're like, I'm not having any of that French food. Well, I don't know too many people that want to eat the French. Those girls don't, don't like take showers. <laughs> Sir Jean at sirgene.com am i wrong no i don't know they don't shave their armpits they don't take showers you're like what's that all about that's why you need an ai french girl where you can add in the little hash hash shave Uh uh-huh shave your pits yeah exactly this is why guys are just going to start creating artificial women they're like and marrying them i guarantee you we're (laughs) going to start seeing more marriages to ai women because in most respects you know just wait for the ai divorces <laughs> uh-huh where she gets all your stuff uh-huh, uh-huh. i'm thinking we're yeah. in the wrong business we should be generating ai women for AI women are the future uh-huh no and it's totally true i i know that um it's funny to laugh about this stuff but given the amount of content of videos that i've seen uh of women bitching about men both being hard to find right and complete assholes it's um i think i think the birth rate in this country is going to plummet to zero pretty quickly here probably because once you get an ai girlfriend man 
Well, here's the thing. We already talked about this in today's episode of Unrelenting, the best podcast you're not listening to, Unrelenting.show, which is population control. Population control, exactly. And, you know, that AI girlfriend can interact with all the uh, Wi-Fi sex toys. Well, that's a plus. And so, you know, the guy doesn't need a chick. There was a YouTube video that I saw now that you've got me on the YouTubes. Oh, yes. Blame me. Which was talking about like these. I don't know if these services exist already. I'm guessing they may. Mm -hmm. But it's like the AI girlfriend thing where it's like, well, the your AI girlfriend can send you any kind of photos or videos that you Mm -hmm. want. They can send you text messages throughout the day. Leave you voicemails and much better ones than than your wife will. Well, here's the intriguing thing. I'm wondering who's going to use this if it's not Mm -hmm. already for the for the gals that are trying to make the guys commit or for the guys who are trying to make the gals commit a little mm-hmm. this concept that you know you're out with somebody else and your phone buzzes and they can look down and then see there's a text or they can look mm-hmm. down and see there's a message this i think could be some great warfare guerrilla warfare for uh you know chicks trying to make the guys think that they've got other guys interested or vice versa they, the chicks don't need to make guys think that because it's just true. That's right. Because chicks are like, well, we're chicks. Thus, we're in demand. Yeah. And guys are they, morons. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, um, I mean, the reality is that uh, right now we're, we are in a very interesting period of time where you see a lot of resentment from the modern feminist American women of men going overseas and finding women who are feminine rather than feminist. Right. And, uh, and I think we're going to see even more of that happening. And then once you throw in all the AI stuff, we're going to basically have a fairly slim percentage of men that are interested in having relationships uh, with these uh, feminist type women that exist in America, and that it's going to be a real issue. It's going to it. It may be uh, the silver lining may be that feminism is finally going to start dying off. Well, a lot of the stuff is just ignoring basic biology. It's all ignoring basic biology. Yeah, which I don't see a long game for being successful anyway. Hmm. And you're right. The results would be a birth rate that just keeps going down because people are like, yeah, it's not really worth it. It's not no. worth dealing with this. Although if you find out then, as long as guys find out early enough, like, wait, I can, I can go somewhere else and find a, a more traditional woman who might want to come mm-hmm. move to America. No, 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 no. You can't move them to America. No, you got to keep them where they are. You got to move yeah. to where they are. Yeah. Well, now when you could just take your job with you, why not? Exactly. Go to Ukraine. There, there's, meet a actually, nice girl. there's a uh, video I watched. And I, I think it is very true that because this is, you know, YouTube review hour. Right. Um, hey, it's what we where, do. Where they talk about the what happens to these women when you move them to America from the Philippines, from Thailand, from Indonesia, from Eastern Europe, wherever. Where they is realize there's a different way a, of life. It's a process of about five years of brainwashing by American women telling them 
how they need to behave. And over the course of those five years, and I mean, I say five years, it's obviously different for everybody, but it's, it's, let's say an average of five years of basically being told that your feminine way of acting is bad for you. And you really should acting, be acting more feminist. And uh, the end result obviously is in divorce. And Dang. so the, the, the idea being a, if you, if you marry somebody, well, frankly, if you marry anybody, period, you ought to have a prenup. Do not get married without a prenup. You'd be an idiot to do that. <laughs> if you just want to prove you're an idiot, then go ahead and get married without a prenup. Uh, even if you have no money, do not get married in the prenup. The prenup can specify things like, you know, the fact that you have visitation rights to your kids when you get divorced. You can specify that in the prenup because if you don't do that, her lawyer is going to do everything they can uh, because she's paying them to make your life hell after the divorce. So never get married without a prenup if you're going to get married at all. But if you get married to somebody from overseas and you bring them over, make sure that you realize that you will be getting divorced. Right. These, these marriages point, yeah. do not stay intact. Now, uh, Dame Bullysteet says that sword cuts both ways for men as well. And a lot more information on that. What, for bringing men over from... Can you bring out? men over? I don't know. I, would just, I was not, curious. I'm, I have zero experience in that regard, <laughs> so I'm, I'm willing to hear, hear out what you have to say, and it, it may very well cut both ways. But, but for sure, um, bringing somebody from, you know, Indonesia or someplace over to the U.S., puts a timer and ticking time bomb on, on that marriage. Uh, but if you marry them and stay over there in their culture, that marriage could last a lifetime. Now see blitzed. I don't know if he's going to be getting divorced. Cause he says, I have my wife trained pretty well. No phones mm -hmm. at the table when going out to eat, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, now I'm just wondering any wife that hears the husband say, I've got my wife trained pretty well. If that's mm -hmm. going to lead to uh this is why people don't use their real name in the troll room. <laughs> but there was also talk in there that, you know, he doesn't lock his phone. And while uh, the wife and I both have locks in the phones, because while well, you bring them out of the house and you don't want to not have uh -huh. a lock, but they are both the same just for ease of when things, if you need to do something, because my wife did not very tech at all. So if she needs something done with the phone, like, oh, yeah. and it's like that, I think is uh, that's a sign that people are you know, not having affairs or getting calls on their phones. Cause if you have access, I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, in relationships that yeah. would never think of giving their significant other, the ability to go into their phone anytime you want. And it's like, yeah, that's well, I mean, women have no business going into your phone, but you should have full control over their phones. Wow. Gene, how, where do you get this kind of thinking? Um, because men and women are different and too many people in this country don't, recognize that fact yeah and uh you know bully steed is absolutely right she's talking about the fact that men are not very masculine overall anymore not oh, again absolutely this is agree 100 percent. yeah and, much and, soy boys this is this is a proven fact by the decline of average testosterone levels in the u.s male population are you sure that's not just drinking too much starbucks i think it's all of those things, including drinking Starbucks, it's all that stuff combined 
results in men in the U.S. that have less than half the testosterone of men from other countries. Well, and it is weird. The whole concept, again, ignoring biology, ignoring the fact that men have masculine characteristics and maybe, you know, a little more of an aggressive personality. But no, no, that's bad. That's toxic. It's like, no, no, it's not. It's just the way the world is. It's only toxic if you're not transsexual and then right. it's, it's empowering. Uh-huh. Right. That's uh that is the screwed up it's way. It's stupid. Feminism failed. It's time to move on. Well, it doesn't make sense. I mean, and the whole trans thing. Bill O'Reilly the other night was interviewing somebody. He's like, "I just don't understand why the left, what are they getting out of this? Because it's obviously one of their new, not necessarily new, new, but it's one of their big now pet projects that's being pushed into everything. What are, are they the trans for the left politically for the left politically trans is just the new gay. Like uh, they're done with gay because you know, there's gay no people more are place bad to now. go. Yeah. They're not progressive enough. Gay is yeah. not progressive yeah. enough. We've got to push oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there are a lot of, a lot of gay people that are like, we want nothing to do with the trans. Because they don't understand it as a lot of the people that are straight don't understand. Like, I think you have to be in a very specific mindset to understand how somebody can believe that their body should be so drastically different than the one they were born well, with. And I don't I'm know gonna, about that. I mean, I can certainly believe my body ought to be 180 pounds, but, well, uh, yeah, but no, that's, that's in better shape. I mean, not talking, <laughs> it's a different thing to be like, you know what? I really think I should have been born a woman. Yeah. No, no. Most guys don't understand that. Most, I think women don't understand. But it's not, it doesn't even matter if you understand or not. I think that it was correctly identified as a mental illness for the last Oh, at least 100 years, possibly longer. Which they and tried to do with the gay condition as well, which I don't think was necessarily fair. But but I think there's a, yeah, I mean, certainly it is it, it is true, I think, and an honest gay person would agree with this, is that it, that being homosexual is a deviation from the norm. Right. But like, I believe no that, that society, is, let, let's say there's nothing religiously bad about being gay for the sake of argument, right? Let's just say that, that it, there's no stigma on it. You, you have two groups of people, one group is gay, the other group is not gay. How long until the gay group dies out? Very quickly. Because they can't reproduce. But now if it just, again, the, uh, n- well, maybe not necessarily because it's not like just gay people are producing gay people. No, 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 no. It's not about gay people producing gay people. It's about the fact that that gay people. Well, their politics do not go on because they don't get to. Well, they don't have kids naturally, although you can adopt. Being gay is just a deviation from the norm. Right. Right. It's not a different type of person. Correct. So yeah, it's not like you see a, a gay person walking down the street and you're like, oh, gay. I mean, you could every now and then, but you know, well, that's usually it depends by where you live. Yeah. Yeah. And how they're dressed and, and that. But I mean, if, if everybody's dressed the same way, you can't really point out. Well, you can. Really? I, mean, some, some has a way. Have, I have Gator. Oh, a lot of people have Gator. We need and to test this. This could be a new game show. This is I. It works very well. 
um, I've known a lot of gay people over the years, and uh, there are certain peculiarities that exist. In their physiology? In their, in their mannerisms. Okay, in the mannerism. Yeah. But now if they're just standing there you not saying anything well, or least, walking. I can't tell a gay person from looking at a photo of somebody that I've never met. Okay. But I thought you there had that are ability. computer programs that can. Interesting. So there is yeah. something then in the physiology. Yeah. It's, it's very controversial. You're not supposed to talk about it. But there is. And the, it, it's funny, too, because there's the, the whole argument about, well, you're born gay. You have no choice about it. And then there's, um, in which case, then you ought to be able to tell somebody if they're gay from physiology. And that shouldn't be considered a bad thing. Well, and some or, people want the physiology because the, that whole argument of, is it nature or nurture? Right. right. And I, I don't understand what is the, why is it bad to say that you weren't born gay? You just decided to become gay because it's more interesting. Like, and some people me, do is just as legitimate as like, oh, well, he can't help it. He was born gay. Right. Like, who cares? What, what difference does it make whether somebody was born with a preference for the color blue or they acquired the preference for the color blue later in life? Well, who cares? True. You know, it's not a good color, but so what? It's their color. <laughs> they like it. Yeah. White is the obvious best color. Well, yeah. Isn't that the, well, white is the absence of all color and black is the every all color right what is the, the uh, it's backwards you okay. got that exactly 100 degrees so white is actually no color or all colors <laughs> all okay. colors and black yeah. is no color okay yeah yeah exactly i mean i get confused with all this scientific stuff i know i know they're there yeah i do like coming to the game show network jeans gender genius bonanza that's uh that's a show we can put out there there's a lot of shows we can put out there. Yeah, we could have our own game. Uh, that, see, that might get us hits on YouTube. It could be a whole new thing. Weird well, game I shows. sent you, by the way, I don't know if you saw, I sent you a link to uh, somebody doing a podcast on YouTube that, to me, looked like one of the better visually done podcasts, where it's still a podcast recording, but it's, it's done in a little more neat way. Yeah, I've got to look at that, because the other thing, we should have been on the uh, topic for today, but maybe next week. YouTube is about to incorporate podcasts and RSS feeds into yes. YouTube. And that, yeah. I think, is going to be, uh, that could be a game changer. Uh, can I predict something right go now? Go ahead, yes, well, please Let do. me go ahead and predict it in the last minute that we're recording here before I get back to video games. Yeah, before Gene uh, gets back to star something or other. Yeah, star something. Is I am predicting that some number of years, I think it'll be longer than one year, but it's some number of years down the road, YouTube will have a checkbox setting for an pure audio content that you are uploading to it or putting on YouTube that will generate By the AI. visual portion right. based on the audio content. So effectively, we've all seen these things where people are like, it's an interview somebody's doing, and then the, the video on the YouTube is like something somebody doodled or drew or a right. cartoon or a, or like animated no agenda right one of those things that will simply be an a, a free service that you just click a checkbox says generate my video for me right when you upload audio content now if we it's could just, happen if we could just take a you know id style photo of me and of you and send it to youtube and then it recognizes the voice and animates us and makes us look like we're talking that would be awesome 
Yeah, except I don't see why it has to look like us. I might as well make it look better. We may as well create characters, and we can be 18-year-old uh, females <laughs> in uh, in schoolgirl outfits hey and uh, whatever it is you got on your character there over at Star Whatever. Uh, Star Whatever character, yes. Uh, I think my best-looking character, and I know I've sent you an image of this, is from Cyberpunk because she's wearing those hot hot pants, those pink leather hot pants oh yeah oh yeah you expect to describe her very slowly if you will. and she uh she's riding a motorcycle slower gene uh-huh slower i'm not good at writing erotic fiction so you, this is about as good as you're gonna get <laughs>